Besties, besties, the best friends, and they're gonna talk to you. It's great. I don't know what I'm gonna say. We're gonna save it for you today. I don't know. That was terrible. We're gonna try that again. (laughs) 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 Take two. Take two. Oh, God. Oh, man. I I don't know if I can handle another one. Uh, hold on. <laughs> uh, well, uh, hold on. We need, we need, I need. I need some influence here. Uh, what would what, 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 you say earlier? Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, you know where you are. Okay, there we go. Here we go. Oh, baby. Message you sent earlier. Earlier. Okay. Uh, ready. Go. Besties, besties, you know where you are. Two best friends talking about best things and places they've been. They've got the best faces, but you can't see them because we're talking to you. Oh, that's the end. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Besties, Besties. Uh, the podcast where two best friends talk about the best things. Uh, my name is Lawrence. Hello. Hello. And you are? My name's Henry. Well, <laughs> all right. Uh, this is the first episode. It's pretty exciting stuff. It is, considering like we have been talking about doing this for years. It's been like a it's... long time in the run- making. Uh, yes, it has. I... The first time I remember talking about doing a podcast together was uh, like even before you had moved here to this city. We, we both live in Kyoto in Japan. Um, and uh, I've been living here a bit longer than you have. Uh, but I remember when you were thinking about moving here, we had the conversation about maybe doing a podcast. Right. And uh that I, I do remember that, and I believe that you were in my apartment, and when you were visiting, actually, maybe, and perhaps, yeah, about... maybe that was the first time, yeah. Uh, but uh, I can, I'm gonna one up you here, Lawrence. Oh. Uh, I, I believe uh, we talked about it even before that. Oh my gosh! I mean, I I would absolutely believe it. Do you have a earlier memory? Uh, the one reason is be- it's because uh, we went to this one shop in Kurobe. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, we both worked in a place uh, in Japan earlier in Toyama. And uh, I think you were visiting, uh, you know, you were in Kyoto at the moment at the time and you came and visited. And we went to this like uh, coffee shop that opened up and um, I believe it's a coffee shop. Anyways, uh-huh. uh, we sat down. And uh, we we had a little chat about doing, I think, well, I don't know if it was a podcast. I think it was more about, we were talking about YouTube maybe. Okay. Um, but uh, that's, I believe that's what I, the first time I remember, like that, that was like years ago though. So uh, that's why I'm so, it's so hazy for me. Well, uh, yes. Yeah. So long story short, it has been a long time coming. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, and we finally got our <laughs> shit together. Are we gonna have? Are, are we gonna do like an explicit content podcast? Is, is swearing okay here? Uh, uh, you know me. Yes, swearing okay. is completely fine. Excellent. So beware. Be aware. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
also i liked how you said like if you're not aware as if (laughs) (laughs) like this wasn't first of all the first podcast that we're doing so definitely no one is aware (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's my comedic genius shining through (laughs) but also no one is listening which is fine uh like I thought, you know, this would be a good cha- chance for us to just kind of like just do it and just figure our shit out as we go and just kind of work work it out as we go along. Um, I think that's a good strategy. And I think like, you know, no one's listening now, obviously. But like if even if people do listen later on and then they decide, hey, I want to go back and see how this podcast started, like they might go back and they it'll be like a fun little journey for them to see how we worked everything out yeah I, I, you well put that's awesome yeah that sounds good for the people in the future for the people in the future so this goes out to you future person yeah you're great already <laughs> you might be a bestie you never know uh yeah future bestie <laughs> i like i've actually thought about that today because a lot of podcasts have like names for the listeners like there's a like a term of like what they call their listeners like the same way that like like bts fans are called like the army you know right right, right. um <laughs> would our listeners just be more besties like, <laughs> like besties 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 the besties the triple b's the triple b's oh uh, yeah. i like that i guess we have to oh. get listeners first before we have that conversation <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, we'll let them decide. They can bicker amongst themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, like, yeah, as you can probably already tell, Lawrence is the better speaker of the two of us. Uh, uh, mainly because I this is my first actual podcast ever. So uh, I believe you, you've, you've been doing how, – how long have you been doing podcasts for, Lawrence? I have dabbled in podcasts for a while. Um, I, uh, okay, where should I start? I I guess I'll I'll give kind of a self-introduction here together with this whole story. Uh, And then I'll I'll let you introduce yourself a little bit as well and talk about your background. Um, That makes sense. All right. So I am uh, from the USA. Actually, we're both from the USA. I'm from St. Louis, uh, Missouri. And um, I grew up there. I went to university there and I studied Japanese in university. And uh, then after graduating university, I didn't come to Japan right away, but uh, about a year after I graduated, I came to Japan to teach English. Um, So I've been in Japan since 2009, which is crazy long. Yeah, that's insane. Um, But yeah. Um, Anyways, uh, I have always been really interested in uh teaching teaching was a career that i was always interested in even from like middle school i would say um and then also i've also uh i've been a musician for like my whole life and so like teaching is kind of a a a a kind of public performance you know you have to be in front of people and and talk and um being a musician also like you're doing public performance as well. So like speaking in public and performing in public has always been something that I have done. Like I was in a band in high school and I, uh, I performed recitals and stuff with doing piano and cello and things like that. Um, and, uh, so 
being in front of people and, and being in front of a microphone is something that I've always kind of liked. <laughs> I'm actually mm-hmm. away from the microphone. I'm kind of a quiet person and I'm a bit of a shy person. But for some reason, when a microphone is in front of me, I open up more. I don't I can't explain why, um, but I, I have always liked kind of talking in front of people and, and public performance of various kinds. Also, I've in the last uh, five or 10 years, I've been a big fan of podcasts, uh, um, actually longer than 10 years, probably. I, I started listening to Ricky Gervais's podcast before podcasts were even like popular, um, which was when I was in college. So that's we're talking like 2006, maybe. Uh, wow. around that time, like I, uh, that's when I started to listen to Ricky Gervais's podcast, loved that. And then, um, I've just been a fan of podcasts ever since. And then I, um, after I moved to Japan, I, I thought, you know, um, maybe I would try to do a podcast a little bit. And I actually have done various podcast projects over the last 10 years since I've come to Japan, 10, 11 years since I've come to Japan, I did a, po- <laughs> I did a podcast called the boom cast for a little while. <laughs> uh, I did a podcast called Lawrence on Lawrence, which uh, was abbreviated to LOL um, for a little while. And then uh, recently I have started doing just in the last year since kind of the coronavirus stuff started to happen and uh, things like that. Um, I started to do another podcast and I am continuing to do that now, which is just me by myself uh, talking into the microphone. Um, and that is called Japan Education. So if you're interested, you can go check that out. Uh, but yeah, I love podcasts. I've been doing them for a little while. I am I I appreciate the compliment, Henry, that you say I'm a good speaker. I don't I I always try to be better. But I, I don't think I'm a great speaker, but I think I'm OK. And I, I always try to be better. But thank you. Uh, all right. That's me in a nutshell. First, uh, for beginners, I'm sure you will learn more about me the more we do this podcast. But uh, Henry, can you uh, you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Well, sure. Um, hi, my name's Henry. Uh, I'm also, as, as you said, I'm from the U.S. of A. And uh, I'm from Maine, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of Lawrence on Lawrence. It's the hottest action you can catch. So uh, for you listeners out there, I highly recommend going to that podcast and listen for some sensual uh, Lawrence on Lawrence action. Um, but yeah, uh, also the uh, Japan Education podcast is excellent. Uh, you, like Lawrence, it's amazing what you do. Uh, all right. Uh, so if you're interested in anything about Japan or coming here to work here or just like teaching in general or um, gosh, like news stuff, uh, like you know, current events, uh, definitely uh, check out Lawrence's podcast. Um, OK, uh, going back to me. Uh, so I'm from Maine and uh, yeah, like uh uh, originally, I was actually very interested in uh, studying like uh, engineering and math and stuff like that. Um, so I went to an engineering school at first and uh, then found out it wasn't for me. Um, and I decided to uh, switch gears and 
uh, in high school, I was very interested in like speech and debate and uh, model UN and stuff like that. So, and I'm very interested in politics and uh, current events. So I, I decided to change to political science. And um, also I wanted to study a language, you know, like, I don't know, in high school, I, I studied Spanish for like six, five, six years, uh, junior high school, high school, but I never really, I don't remember anything now, but, um, <laughs> which is really unfortunate. I really wish I did. Um, so I did, I took it for granted. Um, but so I, like, I wanted to study another language again, but I didn't want to go back to Spanish for some reason. I wanted to try something new. Um, and I'm like, international relations, geopolitics wise, I'm very interested in uh, this region that we're in now with uh, basically the trifecta of Japan, Korea, and China. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to study one of those languages. Um, And it just so happened that Japanese was was the most available for me at the time. Um, At the time I was commuting and uh, there's really nothing uh, very close to me. I mean, Maine, come on. There's, there's not much in Maine except beautiful nature. Yeah, I mean, you got to go to Maine if you really want to have a good yeah. time vacation. You, I highly recommend it. But if you want to study, <laughs> um, and, I mean, there are some good institutions, but uh, a little far out to get to. So um, I picked Japanese and from there, um, you know, after graduating, I wanted to do something uh, with that, with like political science or uh, public policy and uh, Japanese. So I worked for a nonprofit uh, dealing with uh, student exchanges, cultural exchanges, educational exchanges, uh, business trade relationships between the state of Maine and Aomori Prefecture, which is a prefecture in the north of uh, Japan, just right below Hokkaido. Um, and uh, that kind of got me really interested, even more in, interested in Japan. And it kind of opened me up to, you know, education. Um, originally, I, I wasn't, I didn't want to be a teacher. Uh, when I was young, I actually, I, was, I, bl- I remember specifically thinking or even saying, I never want to be a teacher. And I was like, I was in seventh grade. I, I was, I remember it's very, it stuck with me for some reason. It's like, I'm never going to be a teacher. And here I am. Uh, I'm so happy I am. Um, and uh, through that experience at the MPO, I was like, uh, education really is something, it's, it's a very beautiful profession. And, um, you know, whether it's uh, with teaching students or even, you know, um, just having someone being involved in an educational exchange where you have like a Japanese uh, educators coming over uh, and educating uh, your own citizens, like uh, main citizens about Japan, Japanese culture, or vice versa, uh, you know, having people go over there um, uh, to Aomori, uh, doing the same thing. And, and, and that made me want wow, I, I kind of want to get more involved. And so that made me decide I want to come to Japan and live in Japan, um, and, uh, ending up teaching in Japan. Um, yeah. And again, for podcasts, uh, 
again, this is my first podcast. Uh, and I never really, I think I didn't really know about pot. I knew they existed, but I never really got into them until I was in Japan. And, uh, I, um, I mainly listened to like news and, uh, political podcasts, mm-hmm. um, originally. And then later down the road, you introduced me to the best podcast ever. Oh um, yeah. I mean, after us in the future, but, uh, yes, uh, the adventure zone. And oh yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point. We'll talk about it another time, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm very excited uh, for this adventure that we're about to take. Uh, now Lawrence. Yeah. Are, are we done our like initial speeches here or do you want to have anything else to say? Uh, well, I don't think we ever really like explained what the podcast, like what we're going to do on the podcast. Did we? <laughs> We did not, and that's yeah. very important. That's why <laughs> we have someone who knows how to do podcasts. <laughs> Take no, the lead. <laughs> totally fine. That's, that's what this first episode is for. It's just for figuring it out. Uh, yeah, so um, first of all, Henry, awesome. Uh, a lot of that stuff is stuff that like I have known already, just knowing you. Um, but like... A lot of this stuff is stuff that I forgot about you. <laughs> like, I forgot that you studied engineering first, like, <laughs> which is, like, crazy, uh, but awesome. Uh, it's, it's really uh, cool to hear your journey again and, like, uh, just re- remind myself about that. Uh, but anyways, um, Henry and I are, are, are really good friends. We are what you may call besties. And uh, on Besties Besties... This is, uh, we're going to talk as besties about things that we think are the best. Things that we think are the besties. So, uh, in each episode um, of this podcast, Henry and I are each going to bring to the episode a list of of two or three things. It it may change over time as we figure this out, but uh, for today, we've got three things each uh, that we think are the best in some way. Uh, and we're just going to kind of talk about, you know, why it's so great. We're going to explain what it is and why it's so great and why, why we love it. That's basically the idea. It's just we want to bring some, some joy into our days and just talk about things that make us happy. Right? Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better. All right. <laughs> so did you um, want to say something? I did want to say something. You know, after, in Japanese culture, mm-hmm. uh, or in every culture, to be honest, after a big speech or you uh or any speech for that matter you do a toast right oh or you, you read you my mind Henry. uh so uh i believe since it's the first episode of besties besties yeah i believe uh it's time to do a kampai or a toast oh. uh to kick this off on the right foot oh a man after my own heart uh <laughs> yes i am i am the bestie right yeah so, uh, what do you what are you drinking there today? Well, today I as it's, this is a first for me. Mm-hmm. It is a Sapporo Chuhai, ninety nine point nine nine, whatever that means. Oh, I think I've seen those though. I don't know it's, what it is though. It's a it's a sparkling wine, uh, a white wine. I'm gu- I'm guessing, yeah, sparkling white. Okay, and um, yeah, nine percent. 
this is actually my wife's drink, but it's been sitting in our fridge for about a month now. So I figured out. <laughs> you're just, you're just taking just, it. It's fair I'm game right now. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am. Uh, I am. I have brought to the table a strong zero. The same drink that I sent you a picture of yesterday. Uh, it is a a Suntory. Uh, what they call a chuhai in Japanese, which is like, a, what is it, chuhai? Chuhai. That's a good <laughs> question. I feel like we should know the answer to I this. Um, it's kind I of like a it's... vodka mixer, sort of, isn't it? Yeah. Um, if uh, anyway, if you if you know what so- shochu is, um, it's a Japanese liquor, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, basically, a chuhai is. Uh, a mixed drink a cocktail with that liquor yeah um but in japan they have uh basically canned versions of this and and there's there's so many there's hundreds of different varieties god there's so many and some of them are taste really good and some of them taste very bad Mm -hmm. um but yeah I think that's what that is. Do not quote I, me on that. Yes, though. I think so. I, I'm looking at the ingredients. I think it's uh, uh, vodka and shochu on there. Ooh. And then, of course, the flavorings, the artificial flavorings. Uh, this is a strong zero. It is a limited edition. It's the the double apple. Oh, double. Yellow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 9% alcohol. I'm just going to crack it open here. Let's get that nice sound on air. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Follow up with another one here. Oh, there we go. That's crisp. All right. Well, cheers. Cheers to you, uh, my bestie. All right. Mm. (laughs) Mm. That is not bad. It's not bad. The, not the bad. Apple, the double apple is pretty good. I had it yesterday, and I'm having it again. So obviously, I, uh, I kind of like it. Excellent. All right, Lawrence. So now that we have done the toast, mm-hmm. you want to start off with your bestie. All right, I'll start off with a, my first bestie. This is going to be. This is a. Uh, I guess a good one to start the new year with. I mean, we're starting a new podcast, new year. Uh, my first bestie is New Year's resolutions. They're the best. I don't know if people really take them seriously very much. Um, I didn't take New Year's resolutions seriously for a long time until probably definitely after I moved to Japan. Um, I was probably... Uh, I don't know, maybe around 30 years old. I'm 35 now, by the way. Mm-hmm. So maybe five years ago. Um, but uh, New Year's resolutions are like, there's something about uh, taking stock of, of your situation, your life situation, how you're spending your time during the day and, and you know, kind of everything that you do in your day-to-day life Mm -hmm. and just thinking about like, you know, is that what you want? Is that getting you to where you want to be? You know, where do you want to be? What do you want your life to look like? Et cetera, et cetera. Like, 
I can't really explain it very well, probably, but there there's something very satisfying about just once a year and it and it makes sense to do it on New Year's. But once a year, just kind of stepping away from your daily routine and just taking a look at it objectively and thinking about what your goals are and thinking about, okay, is my current lifestyle leading me on a path that can help me to achieve those goals? And if not, you know, what can I change? What can I do to make it better? Right. Um, So I, I, yeah, for the last five years, at least maybe longer, I have made new year's resolutions every single year. Um, And that's not to say that uh, like some of them I've been successful. Some of them I've not been successful. And that's fine. Like, I I never really get let down if I fail with a New Year's resolution. I think it's really important just to kind of keep it in mind, you know, just just the act of thinking about it (laughs) is enough to uh, make a positive influence on your life. Absolutely. If that makes sense. Yeah, uh, I agree. It's it's always good to, you know, yeah, as you said, step back and Uh, look at your life objectively and reflect Mm -hmm. on the positives, the negatives. And yeah, see, as you said, see if like, is is this where you want to go on the current course? Do you want to change anything? How can you make things better? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that being said, like this year, um, I took uh, so I, I took an extended vacation this year. <laughs> actually, actually, all of us did, but uh, I I feel like I took a slightly longer than the rest of us. Um, so I have been really relaxing, and um, the the first part of my vacation, I just wanted to kind of chill because, like, the last um, with coronavirus and with just everything, like the last year has been kind of wild for all of us and i just wanted to kind of uh put turn my mind off for a little while (laughs) but then after i did that i i took the time to kind of analyze my life and and analyze my routine and things like that and i i made like this whole spreadsheet list just for myself i'm not i don't want to show it to anyone it's not for anyone else it's just for me Uh, but i made this whole list of like things that i do in my day-to-day life and ways that i spend my time and then i went through each of those things and i was like all right is this thing something that i want to continue is this a a worthwhile use of my time like if if i want to continue it how much time do i want to spend on it like etc it's like i took a look at each of the things for example like watching youtube or looking at instagram or playing games and or making podcasts like the both the positive things and the negative things like just everything that i do and i i thought about those things and um uh some things that i have done as a result of that analysis uh and I, i'm I'm not totally done with my New Year's resolutions yet, but uh, so far what I have done is I have uh, canceled my subscriptions to Netflix and Disney Plus. <gasps> Blasphemy! I know, right? <laughs> but I, I was looking at them and I, I like I was spending time watching Netflix things and Disney Plus things, 
and just like just watching streaming entertainment in general and i just felt like it wasn't giving me the satisfaction that i wanted from it mm-hmm. or that you know to to justify it i guess and there were other things where i would rather put that time into to kind of better myself or to to move my life in a direction that is more like what i would like it to look like right and so i just thought like you know if i could keep paying for them and try to limit myself limit my viewing of them but rather than doing that like it's much easier if i just cancel my subscription then i just don't even have the temptation exactly yeah yeah just sitting there being like lawrence come on you know you want to watch season five right exactly and with like with like netflix Um, too like they'll uh they'll just drop the whole season on you so it's like it even like almost like encourages you to just get in that binge watching mode right absolutely and like i i'm not judgmental about like people watch like i love tv and i love movies and like i'm not trying to like say that be be like holier than thou or anything like that i'm just saying like for me for what i want right now for myself like i just kind of want to take a break from that stuff and focus on other things you know um uh, so since i've done that uh i have read three books in about a week and a half which is nuts for me like i am a really slow reader uh, I read very, very slowly. I read basically at, when I read, I kind of read out loud in my head. So I basically <laughs> read at the same pace that I would read if I was reading right. out loud, <laughs> which is slow. Um, and usually I can't like, like I struggle to finish a book in a month. So to read three books in a week and a half is like, uh, that's out of this world oh, to yeah. me. Dude, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it feels good. Hell yeah. Uh, so, yeah, New Year's resolutions is my first one. Um, do you have anything else you want to add to New Year's resolutions or you want to go on to yours? Uh, well, um, I guess uh, like uh, New Year's, are, I, I was also like the same as you in the sense that like I never really took them seriously and I never really, yeah, I never really like followed through with anything in particular. I never really took like, uh, <laughs> I never really made a solid goal, I guess. And uh, mm. I mean, you making a spreadsheet and actually going in, looking at your time and stuff, that's like, I think it's really cool. Um, Cause then you really see what you're doing and how like, you know, time management, like what's good, what's not, uh, what can you do instead? And uh, that's really intriguing. I, re- I really like that idea. Um, you know, mm. like, uh, and in, in Japan, uh, we both work at the same school, um, mm-hmm. and uh, we had to give, I mean, I at least had to give a, like a New Year's speech to the student body, and, um, and my, you know, everyone's given their New Year's resolutions, and I'm on stage being like, crap, I, I don't really have a New Year's resolution, what do I say, like, uh, like I never really, I didn't really think about it. And I gave it a little more thought, um, and when it finally got to me, I was just like, "All right, what are the three things I want to work on? It's my body, uh, my mind, 
and my heart. And, and those are just the three key words that like, I just want to try to work on this year in terms of body, obviously being fit and eating healthy and mm-hmm. mind trying to study something, learn something um, better myself academically or um, knowledge wise. And uh, heart is being a better person, um, being a better friend, being a better husband, being a better father, being a better teacher or a coworker. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, those are the, I think those are the three things I'm going to look at this year. Um, I love it, man. That's awesome. You're the best. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I mean, just anyone trying like earnestly thinking like, I want to be a better person. It's just like, that's why I'm a teacher. Like that's, I love that. I love it. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Cause as a teacher, you're just trying to, yeah, improve others, you know? and and work, work on yeah. focus on their strengths yeah um i'm, I'm help i'm we're trying to help to people to realize their full exactly potential. awesome yeah oh i'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> um all right yeah uh so that was awesome lawrence uh way to start off with a good one um Right. Uh, I'll my first no pressure. Yeah, right. My first bestie uh, is a topic that I really enjoy, um, mainly because it's an every I uh, experience it every day in my life. Um, oh boy. And uh, I mean, since it's the first, the first best bestie thing I'm going to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. Before we talk, before we start anything, we need some coffee. We need a cup of coffee, and uh, that's the topic that I want to talk about: is coffee. Um, yeah, so uh, coffee is my favorite beverage. Um, as I'm drinking this chew high, <laughs> uh, coffee. I love it. Uh, it's a great drink to have in the morning. It's a great drink to have in between classes or while you're at work. Um, it's a great drink to have after a meal. It's a great drink mm. to have when you are driving or when you are walking or when you are doing anything, <laughs> really, honestly. It's, except yeah. maybe working out. Working out would probably be not a good idea. But um, I love coffee. And, um, I, yeah, um, and I'm, as I'm sure you are too, Lawrence, you are also a coffee a coffee fanatic i'm sure mm-hmm. um so like i got interested in coffee probably when i was in high school or maybe even after a little bit of high school and it was mainly due to my brother my younger brother um he really got into coffee and so i believe i actually i might have been in college at that point when i came home uh he was he had you know, this new roast of coffee beans that he was, uh, you know, making in, with the coffee maker. And he was all about the coffee and the, and the flavor and the smell. And um, my house being a tea only drinking household, uh, my mom and my dad, uh, they what? only drink tea. I know, I know. And I think uh, the coffee, my brother bringing in the coffee was just to, in spite of them. <laughs> so maybe. Uh, so like my dad would always complain about 
the smell of the coffee being made and how it was uh how it was it was just wrong uh uh he was just joking but um so like i i i kind of got introduced into the coffee world uh, through my brother or just at least i got more interested in it so i kind of looked it up and um yeah like it's it's people are very serious about coffee like about, i guess about anything really um there are a lot of people that are very into coffee um how to make mm-hmm. coffee what type what types of coffee there are what you know like just anything you can think about uh there's uh, about coffee there's something um and you know i kind of got introduced to that and i um like i ch- kind of wanted to try it out for myself so i got myself a aeropress which is basically like a french press um i'm very bad at describing things but uh, think of it as a french press but it's not a traditional french press um it, okay. it operates in a similar sense um and uh that made like really good coffee i i bought my own beans uh from this is all in japan by the way as well i bought my, all my beans like fresh fleshy uh fresh roasted beans from like a local uh coffee shop and um i would mm-hmm. grind my beans every morning uh and make a cup of coffee before work and it was just mm-hmm. it was like a ritual and it, it really was, it was so cool to have that ritual in the morning i'd grind the beans when i was like still asleep almost so it kind of woke me up on <laughs> the process of grinding <laughs> and uh, just that you know work you know i guess putting in that work to get that extra flavor and taste uh just made that cup of coffee worthwhile and uh, and so like i mean there's a lot of different methods of making coffee a, a lot of different devices you can use and um i i do have plans to hopefully buy um some more in the future um but currently i'm using a coffee maker and ang mm-hmm. uh, already ground ground beans uh ground coffee from the grocery store bottom of the barrel like you could it, it you can't even call it coffee um <laughs> hey hey man i i instant i i'm an instant, uh, instant i can't do i'm sorry that's just that's just too gnarly for me <laughs> but if it, if it... yeah see that's interesting that like that you really got into kind of the ritualized aspect of like the the making of coffee and the grinding of the beans and everything like that was never really something that i was even on my radar um like i I love coffee, as you know, we both drink it a lot at work. Um, But um, I didn't have that experience like like you with your brother, where like you you saw him get into it and and making it and and grinding the beans or whatever. Uh, Like I never had anything like that. So coffee to me was just a beverage. (laughs) It's just another beverage. Um, But I I did kind of my first kind of realization of like what that kind of ritual of making coffee can mean to people was actually from reading um all you need ah. is pill. 
Yeah, I read that you read also, right? Yeah, that was kind of my the first time that I kind of realized like, oh, people really like this is meaningful to people. This kind of ritual of of grinding the beans and uh, in the book, like the character like lays out the grounds on a paper towel and and pours water over them to kind of release whatever i don't even know how it works but whatever like the in the book the character goes into great detail about the ritual of of Mm -hmm. making coffee um and then like i've talked to you about it also since then and and like it's become more interesting to me because of that like mostly because not because i'm necessarily interested in coffee itself or the ritual of making coffee but more because i see or I understand other people's interest <laughs> in it. <laughs> and, right. but no, you go. Yeah, sorry, it. go ahead. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so like all of, all of that was just to say like, um, yeah, I, I am still an instant coffee drinker at home because to me, like the ritual of making it and everything doesn't really mean anything to me personally, but I totally Word. understand it. Um, oh, that's good to know. And I, I actually, I don't, re- I don't really recall that that scene in the book. Um, so I have to look at look it up again and read that passage again. That's, so cool. oh, that's interesting. Yeah, for some reason that scene really sticks out in my yeah, mind. That's now. cool. Uh, I I, I kind of want to revisit <laughs> just it. And uh, um, so I kind of going back, jumping back to your New New Year's resolutions. I uh, mm-hmm. I it's it's not really again like i haven't set any real goals yet but like um like make getting back into that coffee uh, ritual is something that i'm interested in doing again like um yeah so excellent coffee man love it (laughs) so good i love it yeah great that is yeah it is the the best. best I mean, coffee, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of coffee, um, today I was in a coffee shop and this is this is kind of leading into my next bestie, which is just a a dumb little thing that just happened to me today. It didn't even happen to me. It was just something Mm -hmm. I witnessed happening. (laughs) Um, But uh, like a um, I'm a people watcher. I think you and I both oh, yes. are actually people watchers, right? We really love watching people just sitting. So like when I have a free day, um, you know, I'm the, lu- I have the luxury of being single and, and like, you know, I have <laughs> a lot of free time. So like when I have free time, uh, I love to just go to a place where I can sit mm-hmm. and watch people. And so I, I went to a coffee shop today and, and sat and uh, was reading, but also kind of looking around and watching people at the same time. And um, <laughs> at one point at this coffee shop, uh, the entrance to the coffee shop is a, a, a set of automatic double doors that, you know, slide open to both sides, to the left and right. And a potential customer came, uh, came up to the entrance from the street he was walking by and he walked up to the doors and the doors didn't open (laughs) (laughs) 
it's just uh, and he just kind of stood there and looked and this is something that happens to all yeah, of us yeah, at oh, one yeah. point right like you at one point you are like walking to an automatic door and it just doesn't open you know and you stand there and you look at it and you're just like you wave at it like you know like jumpers and down whatever but he he walked up to the door it didn't open and he just stood in front of it and looked up at the sensor and it didn't open (laughs) (laughs) and then he looked back down at the door and there was actually a barista behind the counter (laughs) who was looking right at him as well and they locked eyes for a minute (laughs) But the door still didn't open. He stood there for about, I would say, 15 to 20 seconds, which is yeah, quite that a long is, time. Yeah, that is... <laughs> he, he has become <laughs> one with the environment. <laughs> the sensors are like, oh, yeah. he, he has always been here. <laughs> and, and so they looked at each other, and then he looked back up at the sensor, and then back down at the door. It didn't open. And then after the like 15 seconds or so, he just shrugged. And yeah, he, just, he just gave up. <laughs> he just gave up. That's so good. I love that. It was such this, it was just a great moment of humanity and like uh, just this weird thing that yeah. like we've all experienced to some degree. And like, <laughs> I understand his feelings. I just so. love it how he just walked away. That that's awesome. He just just like, oh, that's it. I'm uh, not out here. Yeah, I guess I'm going somewhere else. Uh, uh, did you? I wonder. Like, did you see where like the barista's like hands were? I, I wonder if she was like holding like a panic button. It was just like that. Just like automatically clocked <laughs> the doors. <laughs> oh, I don't want this guy. Uh, <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think so. But it's just like, yeah, it just made me really happy in that moment. And it's those those kind of moments, like that's what this this podcast is for. Yeah, it's that the, is the best. Thing. Oh man, that <laughs> it's just such a little. It's a dumb little thing, but it just made me really happy in the moment. Like no no shade on that guy. Like I'm sure he went to a different coffee shop and got coffee somewhere else. <laughs> Fine, <laughs> but he gifted me. With that <laughs> moment, like he gave me that moment yeah. as a gift, and I, I'm, I'm so, so glad you shared it with it. me today. That's awesome. <laughs> and like uh, it also, um, I was thinking about it a little bit more today, and it reminded me of a conversation of that I had with a student earlier this year. Like, um, I, I was helping a student um, with the university entrance stuff, and we read an article about like. Uh, using technology to make um, to make society more efficient and more mm-hmm. kind of rational, but in doing so, every once in a while, these kind of irrationalities mm-hmm. crop up, and that is exactly the kind of <laughs> irrationality that w- the article was talking about. It was like in in the article, they talked about like fast food shops and how like. Um, fast food has become so uh so automated and like for example mcdonald's has become so automated in the production of these hamburgers like really it's almost like the machines are more in charge right, right. than the people are of the, <laughs> of the people working um and but uh, like for this situation it's like it's a door like 
humans should be able to open <laughs> doors. <laughs> but because we have utilized technology and implemented so- technology so much into our lives, it's gotten to the point where, like, if the door doesn't see you, you can't open Oh, man, it. that's like, there, there's, there are so many things that you could talk about that, but, like, first comes to mind, Skynet. Like, oh, man. Like, oh, yeah. Already, they're already, that's the first... It's the first uh, straw. That guy was not allowed into your coffee yeah. shop. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's good. Mm. So that's that's that, uh, that's my second bestie for today. Short, short and sweet one, but yeah, also like thought provoking sure. in in, a, in an interesting that way. Good. Um, all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna change things up. I'm gonna go. We're gonna talk mm-hmm. about YouTube. So, uh, we're gonna. Oh boy! Uh, as you know, no, all of not, not all of YouTube. A very specific part <laughs> of YouTube. Uh, there, you know, there are so many little dark corners of YouTube. Uh, we've all been down the rabbit mm-hmm. hole, um, and and YouTube's recommendation algorithms. Um, I, I stumbled across something really, a uh, really unique part of YouTube uh, that has kind of for who knows what reason has like captivated me. And so for the past, uh, over this break, um, I've watched uh, several hours um, of these kinds of videos and it is of train hopping. Uh, Lawrence, do you know what train hopping is? I, I mean, I guess it's it's people Pretty hopping much. on trains. <laughs> That's exactly what train hopping is. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, that was easy. It, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a trick question. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, train hopping is yeah, um, <laughs> as you said, people hopping on trains, and um, I mean there are different types, uh, but basically, you know, you have the traditional, you know, I guess hobo, uh, you know, people who would use freight trains as transportation uh from point a to point b Mm. um as a free you know free way to get somewhere and um you know it's very it's used very extensively now in like you know countries such as like india where people are just literally just hanging off of trains i I think that's more like train surfing it's a different category um i'm sorry that's my that is my kerosene heater Oh, that's the go. train surfing alarm. Watch out. Don't jump off. Uh, so let's get on this train. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see how many uh, things we can come up with. Um, uh, so train hopping is has become like with with the introduction of like uh, social media and uh, filming and, you know, people being able to view anyone's video or anywhere in the world. Um, they upload it to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Train hopping has become a phenomenon, and it's particularly with the youth. But there are still like there are actually some older uh, people who ha- who partake in it as well. I, let me start off by saying I do not condone this activity. It's illegal, and it's highly dangerous. Um, <laughs> but uh, and it's kind of stupid. But it for for some reason I'm, it's just so interesting to watch um oh let me hit you with this so uh okay there's this guy 
I think he's from the UK. He goes to Canada and he go. I think he starts off somewhere near Nova Scotia and he takes, his goal is to get to the other side. His goal is to get to Vancouver and by freight train. Mm. And that's the video. It's like an hour and a half of this guy going hopping on and off of trains, freight trains, uh, to get to his destination. And it's, it's, it's insane. It's, it's crazy. Like, like the, the places that they hide in these freight trains. So they're not seen by workers in the stations and, uh, just the great lengths that they do. Like they usually they get when they get on the train, it's running already, it's moving already. So they hop. That's why they're hopping onto the train, because um, once the train's moving, uh-huh. they're generally probably not gonna stop it, uh, or they won't notice the person jumping on. Um, so mm-hmm. it's just really uh, and like you'll. It's really cool to see the, uh, the like the the scenery that that these tracks go through they they are like go through mountains and like mountain passes through tunnels that open up into this great landscape um that's like really unique and and um it's just like really cool to watch and it's just from this person who is on a train <laughs> mm. uh and it, it, i don't know it's just really it's really cool and I mean, of course, there are train hoppers, vid YouTubers that are in the U.S. and and just watching those those trips, uh, you see like parts of the U.S. like that I've they uh, at least I have never seen before. It's because there's literally nothing along these routes usually. So like there's no civilization, there's no roads. Hmm. Um, it's just the train track and just just the land and and untouched land and it's just really cool to see like the different biomes i guess of uh of the of the u.s in particular but like of other countries and stuff um and so yeah so i that's what i've been um more often than not on youtube that's what i've been watching (laughs) because it will be on my recommendations and i'll be like oh that sounds that sounds awesome to watch Oh, those recommendations, that's how they get you. Um, uh, that's that's interesting. I, I didn't realize it went so far as like, um, I mean, like you've you've told me about the train hopping videos before. I still have yet to actually watch one, so I, I have not seen one. Um, but I didn't realize it went so far as like, uh, like they actually have to hide from staff, from workers oh, yeah, and that, stuff. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a... Because like the workers, they know that you know people try to hop on and stuff, so they're always on the lookout. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is why these hoppers, they usually stand, they usually are on the outskirts of the station. So when the train's leaving, or uh, when the train's leaving the station or the yard, excuse me, not usually it's not a station. Sorry, it's yeah. more of like a a yard, a train yard, um, where right, they can right. they can hop on the train. Um, yeah, so it's so th- I guess there's some excitement there uh, when it's like, oh, we're coming into the next station. I might have to hop off. I might need to change trains. Um, I need to hide, make sure that. Um, so there's a little element of, you know, I guess, danger of getting caught 
Um, but I, I don't find I don't find that okay. part particularly interesting. Um, I, I mostly find that it's just like you know this person's just literally on a train uh, going for, going through you know places that are mostly a, a lot of the places the towns and stuff that they do go through are just like dead old towns that have nothing going for them. Um, and but that's yeah. like old, like that's like really cool to see to see that kind of his like almost historical stuff and and I don't know it's like it's really cool to watch. Um, yeah, no, I, I get that, and it's also like it's it's the kind of crime that like it's it's kind of harmless, you know. It's not really, yeah, it's a crime, but it's not like doing damage exactly, to anyone else. Yeah. Really, it's not like. Uh, it's and it's uh it's just a that could be a neat thing like i get that i get the appeal of that it could be a neat thing to um to kind of see like places that people don't normally right. see really you know yeah that's it's cool it's like uh i don't know it's it's like an, an adventure almost and um and so that's like that's train hopping and then there's this uh, another version of it, which I mentioned earlier, which was train surfing. And that's getting on top of trains or hanging off of trains that are usually passenger trains. And uh, that's a little more dangerous because uh, they go faster. Yeah, you've lost me. That's they, insane. They get hit oh, by yeah. like <laughs> poles. They get hit by like electrical, the wiring that runs along uh, on top of the trains they get electrocuted and it's it's it i mean Good that Lord. that stuff is it's i'm not interested in that kind of daredevil stuff um generally the mm. the train hopping is it's it's safe and once they're on the train it's it's generally safe and it's not risk-taking i, I guess the getting off and getting on yeah. could be viewed as a, a as a risk um but like yeah Anyways, YouTube rabbit hole listeners, if you want, if you're interested, train hopping. Again, don't condone it, but yeah, um, it's something to watch. <laughs> no, I'm down. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna oh, finally man. check it out. Bless your recommendations in the future, then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, my last bestie of today is uh on the same vein of video it's about videos and it's uh it's uh let's see how how should i introduce this well let me just say what it is it's called one second Mm -hmm. every day and it is um a project that i have done off and on for several years actually but uh it just in the last year i finally was like i'm gonna do this and i'm not gonna give up it is when you decide to take one second of video every day Hence the name one second every day. Uh, You take one second of video every day and then you put it together in a video, a kind of montage of your month or your year or whatever. Um, And it just becomes a kind of uh, a collection of memories, really. That's like um, not intended to be uh, necessarily like visually or aesthetically an interesting thing to watch by any means uh it's it's just 
literally meant to be a collection of your memories and that's it. Um, I've, I discovered one second every day uh, through, so there's an app called one second every day that I use to do this. Um, and the guy who made the app and the guy who kind of came up with this idea or at least um, popularized the idea. I don't know if he can't actually came up with it himself, but the guy who popularized it is this guy named Cesar mm -hmm. Kuriyama. Uh, he's, he's a film director as well, I guess, but um, he did a Ted talk uh, back in like 2012 mm -hmm. explaining his idea of one second every day. And I watched that Ted talk and, and that's when I kind of became interested in it. Um, and it basically in his Ted talk, he talks about how like, you know, with the, in this day and age, like everyone is carrying a really high quality camera around with them all the time. And kind of one of the results of that, like, well, I, I guess the result of that is two things, really. Like, one, um, we are able to take really nice videos of things pretty much at any time. Uh, the kind of downside of that is we are tempted to take videos of everything right. all the time. <laughs> And he kind of noticed like when he was going to concerts and when he was going to his his children's performances at their school or anything like people in the audience um, at concerts or all of the parents in the audience at the school functions like they all had their camera phones uh, or their phone cameras <laughs> whatever uh, open and they were taking videos of like the whole thing. And not really living in the moment and not really experiencing mm. it in the moment. Um, and he's noticed that more and more, especially with like Instagram and things like that is like more and more we are living or experiencing things through a window of that window being our camera lens on our phones. And he just thought like, well, what's a way that I can kind of preserve the idea of like wanting to capture the memory, but also still be able to live in the moment and so he came up with this idea of of one second every day which is just like well what if i just decide okay i'm gonna take one second of video of it of this for later and i'll do that every day so that i can remember what i did this day uh later but then i'll put my phone away and I'll just experience it in the moment. Um, and he said, like, the, kind of the reason why this works or why it works, why I think it works is because, like, when you are re-watching videos later, like 10 years later, you're not going to want to sit and watch an entire video of that Rolling Stones concert that you mm -hmm. went to, uh, you know, shot on your camera phone. You're not going to want to watch, you know, 20, 30 minute video of the Rolling Stones playing through your camera phone. Like that's dumb. But if you watch one second of it, that is enough to bring you back to that memory and be like, oh, 10 years ago, remember when we saw the Rolling Stones play in London that day? Like that is all you need to bring you back to that memory and relive that moment right. in your mind. And that's really what the purpose is. That that's, that's what it's for. And that's what these videos should be for. Um, so it's the kind of the idea is to just capture the memories of what you are doing 
on this day or every day, uh, if you do it every day. So that, you know, 10 years later, 20 years later, whatever, on, if you're on your deathbed and reliving these or re- looking back at these videos, like you remember the memories without having to see like the entire shitty video <laughs> that you took of <laughs> these things. Um, and so uh, for the last, like I said, I've been doing it off and on for the last couple of uh, mm-hmm. several years. Uh, but in last year, in 2020, I was like, all right, 2020, this was one of my New Year's resolutions <laughs> for 2020, actually, um, which was I'm going to keep with it. And I'm going to do one second every day for the entire year. And I did. Uh, I, I missed like uh, two days, I think, uh, in the entire year. But Ooh, that's still, that's pretty good. good. Dude, that's like, that's an achievement. <laughs> yeah. That's all good, man. Yeah. So I'm going to, it's something that I'm going to try and continue doing for 2021 too. Uh, and maybe every year for the rest of my life, who knows? But uh, for now I, I'm enjoying doing it. Uh, and I really, at the end of 2020, I enjoyed watching the video for 2020 and just kind of reliving the whole year in yeah, about 10 really minutes. Cool. <laughs> like, it was kind of was a neat experience. And so I, I'm going to try and keep doing it. So that's that's my oh, uh, dude, last bestie for today. That's such a good bestie. Like, oh man, like that whole, that that what five minute spiel you just did was pretty much like uh, a t- the TED talk of 2021 for one second every day. That was awesome. Like, <laughs> oh man, if you are listening right now and you you do not want to take a one second video every day uh, to to relive your your moments of your life. Uh, you know what? Fuck you. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I love you guys. No, uh, but uh, no, that was really cool. And I, I think the, the concept of that is really interesting. How, uh, especially where like it brings you back to that moment and that's what it matters. It, like it, just bringing it back to your memory mm-hmm. and you relive it yourself. Um, and cause it, to be honest, like memories work like that already. Right. Like uh, we remember. Uh, yeah. At, at, like, Earlier today, like I, I said, uh, I never wanted to be a teacher. I remember that one thought, for example. Uh, that could be one thing, or you could remember uh, an, a feeling or um, uh, like a, a moment, like uh, something, someone that someone said. Like, and that brings you back to the whole yeah. scene and uh, like this one second every day uh, um, app does that for you. And really cool way and like yeah you could watch yeah. your whole year in 10 minutes that's so cool and um I, I do have one question so yeah. like how do you like so you you've been doing it you did it for a year already and you've been doing it intermittently before that like how what i guess like mm-hmm. by 350 something you probably already have like an like you probably don't even think about it. It's probably automatic, but like what makes you decide I want to take a video for this one second every day. I'm going to do it right now. Like how, what's like the, is there a thought process to that? Or is it just like a, a spur of the moment? Like, uh, uh, I'm going to do it kind of thing. Uh, most of the time it's a spur of the moment thing. Um, for, uh, I'm not like a super busy. I mean, I'm busy in terms of work, but like in terms of like 
especially I'm in my free time, the way that I spend my time, like I don't jam pack my, my days with things that I'm doing. And so there's usually like going into my days, there's like one kind of main thing that I'll be doing that day. And so uh, I will know going into it, like at some point when I'm doing this, for example, if I'm like meeting a friend for lunch or something like uh, I'll, I'll know going into it that at some point during that lunch, I want to take a video. Um, when during that lunch, do I take the video? That's completely just like spur of the moment that I, it doesn't really matter. Um, like the point is just to remember that I had lunch with that friend that day and that's it. So it doesn't really matter what the video is. That's a good answer. Yeah. I like that. Cool. Um, cool. Yeah. Um, cool. I don't know. I like, I kind of already started. It's, it's, <laughs> so I'm 11 days behind. Yeah, man. Um, Hop to it. Uh, you can start anytime. There's no, there's no need to start uh, on January first. I'm not. I'm start on January. Be 12th. honest though. Like uh, it will be mostly of Rio, probably. <laughs> My son. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but that would be really cool. If it's all you can real, see him grow up, imagine right? how awesome that's yeah. going to so, be. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I might look into that. Yeah. I might look into that. That's really cool. Yeah, so One Second Every Day uh, is a free app. Uh, it's on iOS. I, I'm not sure if it's on Android or not, but I I guess it is. Um, but it's a free app. It's easy to use. It does most of the work for you. Mm-hmm. Like All you need to do is just take the videos. Um this is not sponsored but by one in the future if you are you know, <laughs> any means but i just i just yes but um, yeah if you want to sponsor awesome dude that's a good bestie call. uh name that made me feel good um all right uh so yeah. my last bestie uh is uh if if you lived mm-hmm. in japan and i guess if you lived if you live in Europe or something, I think there's other places that do this as well in Europe. Uh, I exp- Today, I actually experienced the hazard blink. Thank you. The hazard blink. Thank you. Or the thank, the thank you hazard blink. I don't know what it's actually called. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, uh, can you or at least I, I for really first experienced it in Japan. Um, uh, driving so like we have hazards right um and that activates all the blinkers on all mm-hmm. the four blinkers in your car um usually to warn uh cars behind you or in front of you that uh something dangerous or you know to be cautious to, uh, for example if you're driving really fast and you're on a highway and there's uh like a hold up or traffic up ahead you put on your blinkers to notify everyone that you're slowing down very quickly or there's something up ahead um but in japan mm-hmm. uh, it was the first place i really experienced it uh, these blinkers were used to say thank you and it's a really sweet gesture uh, so bit for example uh let's say there you're at a you're in traffic and there is someone at like a convenience store uh to to the left of you and they're trying to pull out onto the road that you're driving on and uh there's a lot of traffic and generally Mm -hmm. maybe people are you know they are 
aren't as lenient as letting someone in front of them. Um, but, you know, I think we do this all around the world. You know, uh, if you're a nice, decent person, you let the person in front of you go ahead. You're like, oh, please go in front of me. Uh, get in front of me. Uh, we're not really moving anyways. So uh, save you this hassle, save you the stress. But in Japan, um, when you do, when you do uh, give that uh, leeway to someone, uh, let someone ahead of you, uh, they will thank you by uh, giving, putting on their hazards for a couple of seconds and, you know, just to show their appreciation of, of your generosity and, and your driving etiquette, I guess. And um, I, I really love mm. that culture, driving culture. And so when I drive, I, I use it. Um, and I, I, I believe it's, it's also, it's a good to, as a, like a, a, a deterrent for road rage maybe even as well it's like oh i'm sorry i cut in front of you uh i, I didn't mean to uh, be mean or anything um thank you for you know for that or whatever uh anyway so it happened to me today uh, uh we live in kyoto there's a lot of buses in kyoto right lawrence um so many buses Mm, I had so a bus buses. do the hazard blink to me several times today. I have never experienced that. Apparently, uh, my wife was telling me that this is a thing. Um, mm. That um, when you're driving behind a bus, usually a bus will, you know, when it hits a bus stop, it stops. And it's if you're on a one lane road, it's really hard to get around. Actually, kind of dangerous to get around sometimes. So you sit behind them, wait for them to you know, yeah. complete their stop and then they go. Well, today when we were coming back from the shopping, uh, coming back from shopping at the grocery store, uh, we, we were behind a bus and, you know, I, I didn't pull, I didn't uh, drive around the guy, uh, even though I probably could, but it's, you know, it's whatever. It's only a few minute drive back home. So I didn't really, I didn't want to be, a, go, you know, be risky or anything. Um, uh, and after the guy completed his stop or the woman, I don't know, uh, they put on their hazards and as the th they did the hazard, thank you hazard blink. Thank you. I don't know. We need to come up with a name of that for that. The HBTY. Ooh, I like the that. HBTY That's a little long, but I'll go with it for now. The <laughs> HBTY. And I was like, wow, they did that. And, and I was so, so shocked because I guess people just don't. I guess it might be a thing here that people just automatically try to get around the bus, um, uh, which I can understand, but um, it could be dangerous. So maybe the bus driver's doing that to, you know, show the appreciation, be like, you're being a good driver. Thank you for waiting. Um, uh, sorry for the inconvenience. And that was just, it was just like so weird to, it was nice to experience that. And the, he, uh, the person did it for, uh, each stop uh, on my way home. Uh, but uh, we didn't go mm. home immediately. We went to uh, get some, actually, as you might've heard earlier, my kerosene um, timer went off and I, I had to reset it. Uh, we got some kerosene. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we got some kerosene and then we got back on the road going back the opposite way. And again, went up behind another bus but Lawrence, oh, this might 
sound like I'm ending on a bad note or sad note. This driver of this bus uh, actually made me wait longer multiple times. And there was no HBTY <sighs> each time. And, oh, you know, no. I, it, it, it was like a, it was so heartbreaking, Lawrence. I don't know why. Cause like I found this good bus driver and I was like, you exist. I didn't know that. I appreciate you. And literally five minutes later, I find another bus driver who is not that person <laughs> and just does not, does not care whether or not uh, they've used the HBTY uh, to appreciate show their appreciation and i was i was not really I, to be honest i was not unchanged it's okay i i made it through got home safely but i was yeah <laughs> you're right good you don't want to uh, pick a fight with those bus drivers so i guess uh now a kind of philosophical question what's the difference what's what is the what do you think the no what makes people do that? Well, like, what kind of people do that? What kind? What, like, I mean, uh, someone who does that versus someone who doesn't. Like, big questions. Like, wow, you're that bus driver, the first bus driver today. versus the second bus driver. What? What was going on? I don't know. It could be. It could be this chew high. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think. Um, probably most of the time it's not a matter of of like not acknowledging something so much as just not realizing maybe like that I don't know I, I tend to give people the benefit of the doubt um, in those kinds of situations uh, because I, I want to believe that <laughs> people are generally good <laughs> which is probably my first mistake, but still, uh, I, I generally like to do that. Um, I like, yeah, uh, the hazard thing, um, that was something that really right. surprised me when I first started driving in Japan or, um, like I, I would see people put their hazards on for a couple of seconds in front of me. And I, I would think like, what did I, are my lights on, not on, or like, what's the problem? Like, <laughs> did I do something wrong? <laughs> I thought they were trying right, right, to, right. to tell me something. <laughs> and then eventually, I, I don't know how I realized it. Maybe someone told me, or maybe I just uh, eventually figured it out on my own, um, that that is a thank you. I think it's like the hazard thing, whether it's a hazards or not, I guess the hazards, the nice thing about the hazards is it's yes. very, very clearly noticeable, right? It's it's very visible. Um, whereas, like, I'm used to, and I'm sure you are as well in the United States, like, the from wave, the yeah, driver's the seat, given yeah. the kind of hand wave to someone, right? <laughs> the little thank you hand wave. Um, and, uh, like, that's generally not very noticeable. Like, I, I'm totally that's what I grew up with and I'm totally comfortable with doing it, but it's often not very noticeable. And sometimes like you'll do it and then maybe they didn't see me doing it and know. you'll do it again. So like you'll, you'll do it from like your, you'll look at back in the rear view mirror and be like, I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you don't want them to think you're an asshole. So you want to like do it to make sure. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> you're, you're waving like crazy. So uh, the hazards is much more noticeable. So I appreciate that aspect of it for sure. Like it's much right. more clear indication of like, oh, thank you. I, don't um, I was just, what makes I was people just not do it. I, <laughs> so I, we're, good. I, yeah. we're good. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was, it was... No, but I generally, I, I'm with you, like promoting anything that like driving is, uh, is something that is so right. potentially dangerous at every moment. Like people get so comfortable with it that they don't, they, they stop to think about how potentially dangerous it is. Like you, when you start to learn how to drive, like you're right. very aware of how dangerous it is because <laughs> you're really nervous. <laughs> but like once you get used to it, you kind of lose that sense of like mm -hmm. impending danger, impending doom that could happen at any moment. Um, and so like just any kind of reminder that like, hey, we're all sharing this road and like uh, we should be nice to each other because yeah. it is a dangerous thing that we're doing here. <laughs> yeah, it should be promoted. So uh well the besties besties endorses yeah. the hazard blink thank you that's the official yeah. besties besties stamp of we approval probably do, make a stamp. do we have That'd a stamp awesome. we should get make a stamp it'll be a, it'll be of a fist bump yeah oh yeah It'd be good yeah oh yeah, yeah. a little <laughs> fist bump stamp i love it already all I right. actually want to make this happen. Uh, so any of you <laughs> listeners out there, please recommend uh, us a stamp uh, making website. Uh, we get our, you know, besties, besties stamp yeah. printing business off. And we can, we can just stamp anything that you just send us stuff. We'll get a PO box set up. You can send us stuff and we'll, we'll just start stamping away. Uh, yeah, you, you, uh, I think I'm you're getting ahead of us, but yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I love it. Thinking large, wow. thinking long term. We did it. We got man. We did it. Oh, that was good. We about wow, that's amazing. We talked about we talked so much about random so many random things. We did. All and, good. Yeah, and I loved it, every it was, minute of it. Uh, so oh, I enjoyed this so much. It was really awesome. Uh, we, we haven't really talked about how to end uh, I just assumed we would just keep on going, talking about more besties. <laughs> With that, that's the great thing oh, about our hey, podcast. That works. We'll be back we'll next that week. Oh, man. I, I really like this, the format of this, though. It worked out pretty well in terms of, like, yeah, we talk about the best things that we love and uh, comment on, you know, on things. And it's really cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Henry, I don't know. Do you want to plug your, um, like, Instagram or something? Like, uh, do you want to – do you want people to contact yeah, but, you? Do you not want people yeah. to – I, I will plug mine. I'll, I'll say – if you want to contact me, 
Uh, I'm, I'm Lawrence. Uh, I am most active on Instagram of all the social medias. Uh, and you can reach me at Lawrence Dennis, which is L A W R E N C E D E N. And I, I do follow this gentleman. Uh, his Instagram is amazing and his, his Instagram stories are especially very good. Uh, so definitely recommend following him. Um, I don't really, I use, I, I've, started to use Instagram a little bit more, especially on the story side. I don't really post that often. Um, but, um, yeah, like I don't really, I don't really know. Uh, if, if, I mean, if you want to follow me, (laughs) great. If you don't, whatever, like, I don't know. You'd probably be able to find me from Lawrence's Instagram. Um, I'm at H P R O three. Uh, I think that's it. I have no idea. I think that's it. HPRO3. Um, that's uh, my Instagram right. as well. Yeah. So if you want to contact me, uh, I don't recommend it, but <laughs> you can if you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the maybe we should, we, we could probably make uh, Instagram for besties, besties, maybe as well. Yeah, I was just thinking that or set up a. Yeah, that a might be better. Besties. Um, uh, just because, like, I don't know. I don't really, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't really care. Anyways, uh, please contact us. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. We are going to figure it out, folks. Uh, but I, I yeah, think we should sounds uh, good. round it up for today. Um, so, uh, Lawrence. Uh, Henry, uh, you... You helped, you uh, rang in the podcast with your opening song, so I oh, think man. I will, I'll okay. bring it out with a closing song. If you want to just give a quick little outro, if you want to just say thank you and goodbye, right. then I'll do a, a, uh, a jingle. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, thank you so much uh, for joining Besties Besties with Lawrence and Henry. Uh, we really enjoyed and appreciate you all. Uh, if you are driving along the road and you see us, please be sure to give us a hazard blink thank you. And don't forget to do a one second video every day and uh, come up with some New Year's resolutions after a good cup of coffee while you're watching the train hopping videos. And be sure if you are at a convenience store or any store or any location at all that has an automatic door and it's not opening, please do a little bit more and try to get the attention of the cashier or a barista to maybe help you in opening that door. Or if not, if you are a person of your own being and you can just go to another cafe, that's fine. Uh, be yourself and we appreciate you always. Ooh, they were the besties, besties. Ooh, yeah, that was the besties. Oh, besties talking about their besties. This became living on a prayer, and I hope we don't get sued. (laughs) Oh, that's good. (laughs) Take care. Bye bye, everybody.